0: FUSIC. Not just a word, a movement, a mindset, and a podcast. Welcome to FUSIC.
1: All right, welcome everybody to the FUSIC podcast. I am your co-host Craig Miller, always accompanied by the one and only Mr. TJ McGinnis. What's going on, big dog? Hey Craig, what's up, buddy? How you been? You enjoyed
0: your Uh, uh, honeymoon?
1: Oh my gosh, it was amazing, man. We were down in the south coast of Jamaica, Sandals Resort, had to, had a week to just relax, weather was, was great, food was great, drinks were awesome, and it was, it was an outstanding week with my wonderful wife, and just uh, made me realize again how, how lucky I am, how much I don't deserve her, so she was, it was great.
0: That's fantastic. Um, how was your vacation oh, with fam? It was wonderful, buddy. Uh, we, uh, we went to the Montage in South Carolina in Palmetto Bluff, had a little family outing for the week, uh, saw a bunch of gators, uh, nice. played a lot. Yep, it was uh, just a beautiful resort, beautiful area of the country, uh, and uh, just just what I needed. Definitely recharged, and uh, spent some really quality time with the family to the point that Sunday, you know, you're, you're, you're excited to go back to work because we love what we do, but it's a little bit of sadness, man. I was like, man, uh-huh. there's only a certain amount of, uh, you know, these family vacations that we're gonna be able to go on. i, I want to make sure I cherish these. So, it was, a, it was an, a, it was a wonderful time, man. So, yeah.
1: I'm glad you got to recharge yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. So, I have to make a, a little joke on us here. So, for the listeners, this is our third attempt at this episode for three for two weeks in a row something has happened where we have messed up in some way um mainly my fault on this 100 percent. i don't know what happened last time i recorded it it sounded like i was 100 feet away from the microphone but hopefully this one goes through and it is good and and for the millions of listeners out there they can they can hear our our wonderful podcast hopefully so we we just um,
0: don't uh set up enough time, Craig. You know, we only give ourselves 30, 45 minutes, so if we have a hiccup, we got to move on because we got other calls and other things to do, so That's it, is, right. it is what it That's is, right. my man. Uh, but I, I, good, I stuff. Agree. good stuff. I
1: agree. So what do we want to talk about today?
0: Well, Craig, we uh, are touching on Kathleen Jakes, and we call it the Kathleen Jakes Effect, and uh, it's a little promo for Kathleen Jakes, but um, we're... What we've been doing, Craig, is uh, when the, the company came to us and said, "Hey, we want to move forward with this senior TSM," and they asked us for uh, who, what we need from a company standpoint to make this effect, uh, effective and successful. And the one thing we all asked for was Kathleen Jakes, uh, and she's she's a uh, leadership coach. I also call her, you know, a life coach as well, but. She, she's everything. Uh, she's helped us uh, on all levels. But We did a, it's called Leadership 360, where we take a couple tests. First test is all about energy, you know, what sucks the energy out of us, what gives us energy, you know, as it relates to belonging, receiving, giving, uh, technical stuff, um, all throughout and different functions of the day that gives us energy. And we, take, we took that test, we, f- we found the results of that. And then we took another test, which was more centered around kind of what, what are, would what you say, Craig, our skill sets? Maybe it's not good or bad, but it's just really what we, what we, uh, what we're, what we're where, where we see ourselves being good at in a sense. Yeah, it's not
1: just where we see ourselves, but the biggest thing was where the people that we work with see us. Correct. And how they view us. You Correct. Know, and we and, how the, if, and hopefully that lines up, and, and obviously sometimes it doesn't, um, and it really was, you know, we talked about some self-realization, and that's that was one of the biggest takeaways I had was, and we'll, we'll dive into this a little bit deeper in a minute, but just realizing how other people view you, and sometimes you might think it's negative, but just because they view you different than what you view yourself doesn't mean it's negative. It just means that you've got to adjust the way that you're communicating with them on certain, certain, certain circumstances. 100%,
0: and we broke it up into TSM's core team members and DGA's, so different different functions of, of, of the company. So, Craig, on that note, why don't, you, why don't you tell the listeners a few few self-realizations about yourself and a couple things that you picked up on.
1: Well, you know, one of the biggest ones for me was when working with um, the TMs and, and really the core team, it... I I was coming across, and I I guess the word is dominant, is what she used. Um, And and I don't know why, but the more I thought about it, the more I kind of dove into deep of it. You know, when I got here, I think it was something that I had to do at the beginning was kind of tell because we were starting from scratch on a lot of things. Um, But there was a time that I should have transitioned a lot sooner than I than I did and become more of a listener and an ask don't tell type of leader um that's where I thrive that's where I'm happy that's where I really get you know energized that's what gets me going that's what gets my blood flowing in a good way is is serving and is and is leading others through servant leadership and, and it was apparent in those tests that when I was doing that I was happier my team was happier and everything was going a lot better um when I was telling people what to do and frustrated my blood was flowing in the wrong way. It was coming across as I was a jerk and, and people were not responding to it. And that was a big eye opener for me was that I had become a little bit of a jerk on, you know, some some aspects of this business and my leadership style and that's just not me. That's not what I want to be known as. That's not what I work towards and, and that's not who definitely that's not what I want my legacy to be. And you know, I found out a lot that legacy was extremely important, which I knew. But, you know, it was something that that definitely hit home of well, your legacy right now that you're leaving on you know, some people, you know, is that sometimes you can be a jerk, and that's not what I wanted to be. So that was a big first realization for me. Um, and then, you know, the whole ask, don't tell. So I've got that written all over. I've got the reminders back in my phone, I'll tell you. Since then, it's been... I felt energized. I felt happy. I've, I've gotten back to that servant leadership type of attitude all the time now and not just part of the time. And, and it feels good. I'm telling you what, it, it just it feels like I'm back to normal. And my team has noticed a difference, too. That, you know, I went through a couple months there, where, you know, no excuses, where I was, I was a little more frustrated than usual. So that's well, one of the biggest takeaways I had.
0: Awesome. Craig, let's touch on that for a minute. What have you done? I, I know you say the ask, don't tell. Maybe elaborate that a little bit more, and what what have you done to uh, to get back to your old self? Which which is great when when you say uh, you know when I become more of a servant leader and I ask and I don't tell, I find myself being being more happy and fulfilled because.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's just like you know, you teach a person to fish versus telling them how to fish or giving them a fish, right? And you know, and so when, when a leader that I'm working with comes to me, I can either I have two options. I can either say, "Here's how you do it." and tell them and then ask them, the, you know, when they didn't do it exactly how I told them to do it, you know, get upset about, hey, well, I've already told you how to do that and you're asking the same question again, versus asking them enough questions to where they figure out how to do it. And usually, actually almost every single time, they figure out a better way to do it than, than what I had anyway, and then it works out even better for all of us, because if they're doing it better, that, that affects all the numbers in a positive way. So... What I've learned to do is just ask enough questions to where they figure out what it is. And then when they do figure it out, ask some more questions to make sure that they believe 100% that what they're doing is the best thing possible for them. And, you know, sometimes that takes a little bit longer than just telling them, but you only have to do it once, and, and they get it, and they appreciate it because, you know, it's their idea at that point. It's their thing that they're owning, and, and, you know, everybody's sometimes happier, and everybody owns it, and they remember. And it's just it's just so much better of a way to lead than, than being the dictator, being the person that goes in and just tells them what to do. you got to let them own it. you got to let them, you know, be their team and, and their responsibility, and it's just something that's just so important to do. But DJ, what was your biggest takeaway?
0: Yeah, uh, well, Craig, before I touch on that real quick, I wanted—I wanted—it's very important we talk about balance in in our lives, and and uh, kind of just had a light bulb myself when when you were talking about when you got back to doing what you were doing, you became happier again, and you know I was—I'm in a similar situation on the dominant side, uh, but also maneuvering for me. But when I was being more dominant than I am accustomed to being or want to be, I don't enjoy what I'm doing. And then it shows. Uh, and it's, it's, it's crazy how you may not be realizing what you're doing, but self-consciously you do, if that makes sense. It's, one of your, it's your favorite line, it makes sense if you don't think about it, right? Uh, but it's, it's true, it's true. So, about Craig, mine, mine is similar on the dominant side, but, but uh, I'll touch on that in a second, but maneuvering. For me, I'm extremely high maneuvering, and maneuvering means a lot of different things. It means uh, when chaos happens, you thrive with it, you like it, uh, and you can withstand it. Uh, And for me, I know if there's a lot of stress, a lot of chaos, a lot of just, uh, let's just look at it this way, you're in a dogfight, I know that I can withstand it and have the endurance to fight through it. Uh, And when there is chaos, I feel like I, I have an edge against a lot of people. When it's everything structured, everything is in, is simplified, and it's on the same track. And it's a smooth track. I, I start looking around. Okay, what's what's going to happen here? Okay, there's got to be something because it's not this easy. So, um, and you you and Heath both chuckled because I am very high on this, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing at some points, and also also a bad thing. So there's been times I've reached out to Craig. I'm, trying to, I'm creating scenarios in my mind on things that could be going wrong that are not even an issue yet, or not, and most likely never will be. Uh, and I'm catching myself now as I'm venting to Heath and Craig on things that I'm saying, okay, I'm, this is me being high maneuvering and I shouldn't even be thinking or dealing about this, so I'm taking a step back. And what happens as leaders is people who, who have that uh, reflect it and, and then push it on other people. So uh, this whole interference, uh, as leaders, we cr- we can create more interference and create more headaches for our our folks than than we believe we are doing. Because if I come to Craig and say, Craig, you know, let's look at this scenario because this could be happening, he's going to drop what he's doing and he's going to be focusing on that scenario where if he would have just stayed the course, he would have been a lot better off. So uh, one thing I learned about, so I, every time I... I have that anxiousness coming over me, or I'm thinking high maneuvering, I have, I'm have i taking a step back, evaluating it. Uh, dominant, I'm very high on dominant, which was surprising to me. I know I'm, I'm outspoken and I'm vocal at times, but uh, dominant was something I didn't think so much about myself, but I, apparently I am to, uh, to certain people, uh, and I was in a similar situation where I felt like I had to voice my, uh, what I thought was the way that we should be doing things, and and it's uh, because I've, I felt like the, the fo- some of the folks that I was leading were dominant as well. So maybe I needed to be more dominant and get out of my comfort zone and be more dominant. Well, that's not the case, Greg. As you know, you know, first we got we to gotta ask. I like this ask, don't tell. I think it's great. Uh, and, and secondly, we have to show vulnerability. We have to, we have to find out what they're looking for, show, our, show vulnerability ourselves to bring down the walls, which will increase the trust. And then at that point with the trust, Craig, we're going to be able to add value and show value, you know. Um, So those are some things that I learned about because a lot of times we just want to regurgitate and tell people what to do without gaining the trust of them, without showing the vulnerability of of what we are, which opens their eyes up to vulnerability. And we we haven't had any value. And even if we did add value, Craig, right, if they don't trust us, they it won't it just words it's not going to mean
1: anything to them so mm-hmm. uh that's that's and, and just have fun you know yeah. like both of us are goofy fun guys especially you know i'm probably way more of a dork sometimes than most people and you know that's just who i am you know and i got i had to get back to doing that it's not like it was long or it wasn't doing it at all it was just like i saw on the reviews that i was always energized i was always happy i was always doing that but that, that's that's one thing, right? And you can fake that a little bit. But just being able to get back to being able to truly enjoying what you do, well, you can say that all day, right? But you can say, hey, I'm going to get back to enjoying what I do. But there's no way to truly do that unless you understand what gets your blood flowing in those type of environments. Like what type of environment, what type of leadership gets your blood flowing in the right way and what type is truly brings joy to you? Well, this was so apparent that what I thought brought joy to me Lined up with perfectly with what they saw brought joy to me. It's just a matter of doing it right, and that is being that servant leader, being out in the field with the teams. And, and it was funny because the DGAs saw that right when I was working with the DGAs. The DGAs all viewed it as they saw the same type of leader that I was, you know, in maybe Central Florida or what that I wanted to be known as. Right, that maybe not that I am, but just what I want to be known as is what the DGA saw and the core team saw it a little bit more. But then the TMs. It was more of a dominant factor, right? And it was yep. like, hey, you're you're not trusting us. You know, you're trusting the DJs to do what they want to do. You know, is, is what I was reading it. But I'm not trusting the TMs who should be knowing what to do more, right? And so that was a really, really big self-realization for me was I was enjoying those type of environments, but I wasn't enjoying this type. And it would really, it just really eye it. And since then. It's been completely different, and it, people have made comments about it. Like you're That's back awesome. where you were, you know, two or three months ago. We we noticed the difference, and you know, not to make excuses or anything, but you know, we had a lot going on. We had the wedding planning coming up, you know, Hayes, and you know, traveling every weekend for the last year, and you know, and, and now I'm it's, not gonna lie, like it feels good to know that I'm not traveling this weekend. I'm coming home to my wife, and you know, or next weekend, or the weekend after that, you know, well, and it's just there's something to be it's said. Good, it's good feeling to be normal.
0: There's something to be said, Craig, which is. Which also, you know, there's always an opportunity to cost everything that you do, but there's something to be said about going home 6.30, 7 o'clock at night to a family, to a balance in your life versus before with you in Chicago alone, it's work all day long. And then, and then you're flying to Alabama on the weekends. So there's there's no turning off, man. You know what I mean? And And, and you can do that for a certain time, but at some point, it just it's enough is enough even as much as how much you love what you do
1: so I I, oh, I, can I, see it. It. That's, I think that's exactly what happened yeah you know, I think I got a little burnout Yep, which is what I never thought was possible for me to do but it's but it is possible and uh because I'm getting older I mean yeah. I'm almost 30 dude yeah
0: I know man, man. that's that's old I know and but it's it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> everybody I I uh, had an all-time low I took my shirt off and uh, one of my buddies said TJ, did you see how much white hairs you have on your chest? And I said, <laughs> and I said no. And I looked down. I kid you not, Craig, I have about a fourth of my, you know, not to get too graphic here. I don't have a ton of chest here. I got a little bit of chest here. A fourth of it's white. And this oh, just dude, happened. I'm dude. so much This crap. just yeah. happened.
1: No, my my beard is half gray now, for sure. And I think it's because of this past year. I yeah. really do. Well, and it's not even work wise this past year as much. It's just a matter of life events, traveling man. that much, life yep. life events. And it's just, and if and I literally feel like a new person now that Katie's here, and I'm not doing that. And I feel ten times more energized at work and, and doing different things. It's like I felt the first six months here. I think, like you said, I think I just got burnt out. Which you know, we're telling y'all this point to people that are listening because. I never realized how important it was to have that balance in your life. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe right now, you know, you're in a place where you don't have that person to come home to that that creates happiness for you. Um and you know, and that's that's obviously a challenge too, but you've got to find something whether it's fishing, whether it's reading a book that's not related to work, whether gym. it's going to a sporting event, the gym, whatever it is. You've got to find that balance in your life that you're able to turn it off every day at some point and do something besides work. Um, and, and you got to do that on the weekends. You got to take that Saturday and some Sunday to go do that spiritual. Go be involved with the church more. Whatever it is, it is so important for the people that are listening to to understand that you might you might be able to do it for a while. And I feel like I'm the energizer bunny. I feel like I am able to withstand like TJ anybody, and, and I don't ever get burned out on anything. But I have to fully admit one of the biggest self realizations was that I got burned out. And it was just because so much was was going and and doing so much and work and traveling and everything that I never took a break and I should have. And that was completely my fault. But I give all the credit to Kathleen for making me realize how important that was and working through me on a a step program, you know, taking one day off and then taking two days off and then taking three days off and and working through that. And really, it started with just don't have your phone out in a meeting, right? And then Mm -hmm. don't have your phone out until, you know, all day. Things go on. Check yeah, things go on and things happen, and you realize that your team is actually a lot smarter than you are anyway, and yep. <laughs> they actually do things better for the most part, right? So, you know, that was my biggest takeaway, and I just can't thank Kathleen enough for for working through that with us. And not, it wasn't a 180 switch. It was a stepping stone. So if you feel like you're struggling with that right now, don't think that you have to just be able to take three days off in a row, and, and you're not going to be able to do it. If you've never done it before, if you've always been on, you're not going to be able to take three or four days off in a row, immediately you got to take four hours without your phone during a work day and not look at it not touch it and you got to take five hours and it's got to be six and then seven then eight and then it's going to be two days and then it will be three days and then you'll be able to take a week off and and i was truly able to do that last week um when in jamaica on the honeymoon and man i'll tell you what when you come back it's it's so re-energized it's so awesome but now on the weekends i don't have my work phone on saturday and sunday anymore hardly you know and and it's Mm -hmm. just it's one of those things where i feel myself completely rejuvenated when i get back on mondays or sunday nights when i start working and it's good it's a good feeling and and we're not telling you not to work we're just telling you to make sure that you have that balance in your life and get back in the gym i know tj and i have both done that it feels great um to be because ever since russ called me fat you know cheers to you russ for calling me fat and then tj told me to get back in the gym too it just you know, it's, it's been a big motivator for me. So I've, I've been, you know, feel great, feel energized, feel good and eating right. And everything's good, man. So, well, any, any last words from you, TJ? Yeah, Craig, I, I want to touch on a couple quick things
0: around what you just said uh, and Kathleen's for the longest time it was cool to say, Hey, I don't take a lot. Of, I don't take vacations, you know, I, I work. Um, but, but, you know, through Kathleen and I'm the, I won't just repeat everything you said, but SHE TOLD ME A STORY ABOUT THIS VERY SUCCESSFUL BUSINESS, AND THE CEO NEVER TOOK VACATIONS. Uh, BUT AFTER YEARS, uh, HE COULD NOT HOLD ON TO TOP EXECUTIVES. AND HE BROUGHT IN THIS uh, CONSULTANT THAT DID A TEST, AND HE FOUND OUT it was, HE WAS the PROBLEM. AND THE REASON WHY HE WAS A PROBLEM IS THAT EVERYBODY LOOKED AT HIM AS JUST A WORK WARRIOR. Uh, AND NO ONE WANTED THAT LIFE. Uh, so true. and that's, that's not what
1: we sell either. You know, no, it's not what we sell. To
0: recruit people, that's not what we sell. So, you know, just, and I'll tell you, this, not to get all sappy and emotional, but there was a part of me that I was like, geez, it took me seven years with Colonial Life to take a full week off. And not, you know, I've taken days off, two or three days here and there, but you know what, I've always had this black work phone with me. Something comes Me up. with texting, yep. emailing, all this stuff. <laughs> Same
1: way. <laughs> my wife's like,
0: TJ, are you gonna put it down? I said, Babe, I got, I got to do this. This is, this is why I'm on this vacation with you because I, we can do this stuff. And that's the worst thing to to ever say to your wife. By the way, don't ever do that. Um, so, uh, but you know what, Craig? I put, I put, I put it down. I put it my, um, I did transfer. I forwarded all my text messaging to my, to my personal phone because I used my work phone quite a bit on a lot of other stuff. That being said, I didn't respond to any work, Texas. There was only a couple, which was great. Everybody respected my time off, and it was is a liberating. The right word? Yeah, I want to say it was. It was that's, awesome. That's good.
1: I know you can't. I, neither one of us can spell it.
0: But no. It no. E e l l b o r I T. I don't think there's an e in there. I think it's just liberating, man. I don't know, man. It doesn't it's all good. But anyways, it, it was it was phenomenal, man. It was phenomenal. And uh, Well, we both got great wives, yep. don't we? We do, man. And I want to thank you, Craig, because uh, it's it's always a competition and, and um, Kathleen challenged me to do it and I wanted to do it, but I was still a little uh, one foot in, one foot out, and you said TJ, when we talked over the over your um, when you get married, you said, I'm going to do it. And I was like, well, f- heck, I almost said out a bad word there. If Craig's going to do it. You know what? I can't let Craig do it and have me not do it. I'm going to do this. That's We're going right. to do this. I so it's a it. competition. I love it. Everything is a competition, guys. <laughs> it's a friendly competition. It's a fun competition. So, I, we, we'll, you know, Craig, I say we have a challenge. We want to challenge you all to enjoy yourselves, work hard, hit, hit your plans, do what you need to do, support your people, take care of your people, but enjoy yourself and have vacations and promote them to take vacations. That's important, yep. and be a real person.
1: Yep. You know, and uh, the, just it's okay to show that you're a real person. People actually relate to that. You know, show that you are having fun. Show that you enjoy life. That you're happy outside of work. Because just like TJ said, the team that's that's following you wants to see that you're able to do those things. Because most of them want to get to the point where they can do their things. Because right, right now they can't. Right. And and it's not bragging at, at all. Right. Just show that you're having a good time. And that's all you got to do. Last, it's just it's so important.
0: Lastly, Craig, I'll say there was a long time that I felt guilty to take a vacation because I knew some of these new folks we were bringing on board could not. Uh, Oh, the same way. And that was part of what Kathleen said when she shared that story with me. Uh, And it's the truth. You know, we have to set the example that look, you can, you, you you can take time off. And even if you're, it shows you trust them. Yeah. So good
1: stuff, man. I enjoyed it. I'm glad love you it. did. This is a good podcast, good episode. Hopefully, it works this time, guys. And we love y'all. And uh, just go to our go to our page, um, fusic.us. And uh, oh, it's exciting news! Exciting news! One last thing: we officially have the U.S. patent on the word fusic for any hats, shirts, or any clothing like that. Boom! It is official, we have it. It is done. So come on, Nike. Come on, Under Armour. Put that out there, baby. <laughs> We're
0: gonna get some socks out soon. throwing it out That's there. That's right.
1: That's right. All right, guys. We look right, forward guys, to chatting with you I'll more. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye. a podcast for everyone who said I couldn't.